You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, DJs, I need to tell you about mybookie.ag. They are the industry's best online sportsbook and casino, and boy, do they have a deal for you. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN, and the fine folks at MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar up to 1,000 smackaroos. That is extra money you can bet on NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing, and of course, Major League Baseball, because baseball is back in full swing. And we want you all to hit a grand slam by betting, winning, and getting paid with my boogie absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody arch here and it is tuesday max what's going on oh nothing much uh we were talking in the pre-show about the this this nba ruling some weird rulings happening you got the baseball stuff with the the sticky substances you get now the nba ruling about unnatural shots and i'm we've been talking about this shit for a couple of years now especially because james harden James Harden just fucking j- jumps in three-point land, flails his fucking body around, gets contact, and goes to the fucking free throw line for three. It just it's it is kind of ridiculous to see fools like him out on the court just fucking flailing about. But now they seem they, they're going to investigate that. It's it's Trey Young as well as under microscope, Luka Doncic. Um, so uh, I was saying those, I feel really bad for fucking Markel Fultz because he's just got an ugly ass shot, <laughs> and the dude's career could be over if they make a ruling against us. It's it's kind of funny that you would just pick on Markel Fultz. I remember him coming out of high school or out of college, and they drafted him. And, and I didn't know that much about him. But then when I saw his shot, I'm like, how the fuck do you get in the NBA like that? <laughs> like that, That's like Philip Rivers as a quarterback who's got one of the most horrible throwing motions. You, you, this, this rule, though, is long overdue because these fools have been flailing around trying to get, you know, free throws after – after contact and it did not it had nothing to do with the shot i find westbrook to be the biggest culprit that dude i don't even know what his actual legitimate shot looks like because it looks like he's flailing around all the time he's just a he's just a strange guy that way he's just built that way uh so yeah i don't know i hope they it comes through they also need to say this this new rule flailing around in a jump shot to draw a foul this this uh trump's star player <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, they should be. I remember a couple seasons ago when they were going to, you know, uh, stomp down on on the flopping. Yeah. Right. right, and, right and, yeah. and fucking LeBron James still looks like a fish out on the court. Just blah, 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 blah around all the fucking time. <laughs> 
this is this is really one of those things like sometimes you don't it's it's like the definition of porn right like you can't define it you just know it when you see it i it, sometimes you can't define some of these fouls and on ugly ass shots and whatever but they're swallowing their whistle the refs can't be blind you look at that and go mm, what the fuck was like i was supposed to call a foul there and then didn't and it's it's just I don't even know if the rule is going to change because I think this has kind of been in play before and they just don't call. I think this is more of an educational thing for the referees than anything. Uh, they'll put make it a point of emphasis. It'll, it'll go for like three weeks and then everyone will kind of forget about it and it goes away. I think that, but the important thing is to put it in the rule book, right? I mean, because right now there is nothing on this. The referee has to call the foul. If if it's contact like that, they technically they have to call the foul. What what they did, if you remember, with, with the whole uh, blocking lane and the charges and stuff like that, they changed the rules to define what's a charge and what's not a charge. You know, because a lot of players were just like running in last second and getting knocked over, and it's like, oh, charge. Well, no, that's not a charge. That's a player running under, like probably trying to injure the other fucking guy that's diving to the you know dri- driving to the basket. They made a rule to say, no, your feet have to be planted. You have to be in this fucking area. If you're not, fuck you. It's a blocking foul. <laughs> it's against you. You know, I think that's what they need to do is they have to say, you know, if determined by by the, you know, the, the referees on the field, uh, on, the, on the court, that you did X, Y, and Z, then it won't be called a foul. Until that happens, by definition, the referee has to, has to call the fucking foul. It'll be just kind of interesting to see how this plays out. I I think the biggest problem here is that the foul often happens before the shot, and then they just flail around, throw something up, and for whatever reason, the officials will call it in the act of shooting and give them free throws, and that's the part that probably annoys me the most. The game is too fast for referees a lot of the time now. They're not necessarily this, – this, yeah. That's what I've been saying about football <laughs> and now basketball. The game's too fast. you got these old geriatrics that are supposed to be in the law office or whatever. Like, it's too fast for them. The, the referees are too old. I, I think the game's is too fast to be officiated fairly. Uh, period it's such a fast game they're calling what they expect to see not necessarily what they saw well it's it's kind of like in major league baseball too is oftentimes the umpires call by what they hear not what they see mm-hmm. right if they, if they hear the ball hitting the mitt at first base before they hear a foot touching the bag they call the out but the problem is sometimes the ball hits the mitt and it's bobbled it's not like they they sometimes I think in, in most sports, they, they're calling, yeah, based off of expectations as right. opposed to be, based off of what actually happens on the court. And we, I mean, we, we, again, we, we're the people that are viewing at home. We see this in high-definition TV. We're looking at our phones. We see this up close. We, it's clear to fucking us. Yet, not to, not, not to get arch riled up, yet when rape play comes into play, how the fuck do they not see what we see at home? How do they not have the same views that we have? What? Why is this like this magically like, oh, this is obscured by fucking clouds or someone's fucking head in the stands? No, I see it on TV. How can you not? That's what pisses me off. Yeah. I won't get riled up. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, producer, <laughs> producer just says move on before the car starts going. Let's go. We'll get this pulled up here. There we go. One NBA game today. It's an easy one to pick too, Max. I I hate this one. I was saying in the pre-show before Panther joined that I just I I don't like this one. I removed Kyrie. I removed Harden from the metrics, and I still got Brooklyn winning this one. But there's no fucking way that I can bet Brooklyn. 
And I think that's the thinking out there, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone just thinks that you know, with, without these two, that the Bucks are just going to slaughter them. My, I'm kind of not on that train. I think you know, you're Kevin Durant's not going to let this team go quietly. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Frankly, if the Bucks don't win by a blowout, then Giannis should probably just fucking pack his bags and just demand a trade because they should. They should absolutely beat the shit out of them. But the Nets were twenty-four and eight at home this season. Most of their games were played without one or more of their star players. You're looking at uh, the loss of Kyrie, and yeah, it's a substantial loss. But uh, again, you still got Kevin Durant out there. He's still one of the best players in basketball when healthy. So let's see what happens with him. Bye bye ACL. The, the irony is, I don't know if you guys saw this, is a, a big baby, Glenn Davis, former Celtic, had, uh, had posted a, uh, a meme of Kyrie with his uh, fucked up ankle saying, huh, was that the same foot that he stomped on Lucky with? <laughs> I checked and no, it was, no, it was the it was other ankle. Oh. So, uh, you know, but I, I, listen, uh, I, I think Brooklyn is going to keep this close. I, I don't like this line. I, you know, I'm going to lean the Nets here. I, I don't think this is going to be the absolute blow. If, if you know the way that the Bucks have been winning for the most part has been with their defense and and trying to trying to keep Brooklyn from scoring. So it's probably going to be another one of those like lower scoring games, and you know Bucks will probably win by like three. So I'll lean on the Nets. Yeah, I've kind of just got this mantra that it's the playoffs. I'm betting them all. So even though I don't, I'm like Max, I kind of don't feel that great about this game. Uh, I am going to bet it, but you you look at I'm healthy, like a healthy Milwaukee Bucks against one third of the big three in Brooklyn. Like that, they should win this game, right? Um, four and a half. I, I mean, they they won the other one by double digits. They. It's been lower scoring. I think Milwaukee can handle the four and a half. I'm double dipping here. Not as confident on the on the Bucks that minus a four and a half, but that's where I'm going to bet. And and I agree with Max. These scores have been ridiculously low scoring for the two teams <laughs> who can push the pace. They can score a lot. Um, the loser has had a hard time even getting to triple digits. I think we're going to see that again today. So I will put another twenty five bucks on the under. I have two seventeen and a half. Two seventeen flat now. Vegas agrees. There you go. That's tough. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as Max. I do have Brooklyn winning the game for the most part. It's it's really tight. So I'm going to throw 20 bucks on the Brooklyn Nets plus the five that I get over at my bookie. I just don't think they're going to roll over and die. Promo code absolute degen. I just don't think they're going to roll over and die. I really don't. But Milwaukee should win this game 100%. They should roll. Uh, if, if they don't. If if they can't capitalize on this, uh, just come on, you know, you know because we, we look back at yesterday and the Hawks finally capitalized on a gimpy fucking Joel Embiid. Yes, right. Uh, that, that's what they should have done in in game two. They failed to do that. They, you know, honestly, at that point you sweep the leg, right? You just you just fucking send your goon out there to sweep the leg on, on Embiid, and it just shatters into fucking glass pieces. You know, <laughs> the T one thousand. Are we, are we combining movies now? Yes, yes. several. <laughs> All right. Hockey. Tampa Bay is minus 200 or more. You know, the Islanders took game one from Tampa, and Lightning now knows what it feels like to lose on their home ice as big favorites. I mean, they were the ones doing it against Florida and Carolina and their other two series. But rest assured, listen, the Lightning, not, not they're not going to be bitches like those other two teams. They're going to show up to play tonight. 
you know, if you download and listen to every single episode, you might have heard me once or twice uh, be critical of the lightning. What? Maybe. It's the first I'm hearing of it. (laughs) You know, I, I don't believe... I ever said that they were a bad team. What I said was that everyone's perception of them based off their metrics, it, they, they're overrated. And after one game, I'm not going to bury the Lightning. I'm de- definitely not. But what I'm going to say is that this is what I've been talking about in regards to their metrics. And this is just a, a, probably a, a, a nightmare of a matchup for them against the Islanders. Because all of those weaknesses I've been talking about are things that the Islanders can capitalize on. You look at game one, New York had the better expected goal percentage. They created more high-danger shots, but most importantly, they kept their players on the ice. They were disciplined. They played five-on-five hockey. You know the only goal that Tampa scored in that first game was on the power play at a 6-4 advantage because they also pulled their goalie, and they scored in the final minute of the game. That's the only way Tampa really has a chance against the Islanders is, is if they're playing in the power play. So if the Islanders can play disciplined hockey, if they can play five on five, I think the Islanders, metrically speaking, are the better team than the Lightning. Now, the big question is, can they do that, right? It's, it's almost impossible to, to not get a penalty or, or not do something stupid out of the ice. But with this plus line, I think the Islanders can keep it close, uh, maybe an overtime game. So I got to do it. You know, I made money on the Islanders in the first game. I got some to, to spare. So a $20 bet on New York. You know, if you do download and listen to every single episode, you would have heard Saxy Maxi and Panther talk about this game on Sunday. And I agreed. I went with the Islanders. I thought the uh, particularly the thing I've been talking about all season long is their goaltending and their defense. And they frustrated the lightning to the point of basically a shutout. I don't think that happens today. And the other thing I don't think has happened is Tampa Bay's losing two in a row at home. It's still chalky, but not as chalky as that first game. I just can't see Tampa Bay losing a second game. Uh, I think they come out and probably firing a whole shit ton of shots, just quantity over quality, honestly. Uh, But they're going to put the pressure on the goaltending, and I think they get it done tonight. So I will eat that chalk and put 20 bucks on the Lightning. No, I do think the Lightning probably win this one. That's what it looks like. But minus 200, minus 205, I can't get there. So all the value is on New York. So in my mind, it's either bet New York or just kind of lay off this game. So it's a Panthers point, right? That has been the uh, the Tampa Bay all season, though. It has been quantity over quality. They're not getting quality shots on goal. They're just firing whatever the, whatever fucking garbage that they can. So the the question mark is that luck factor I've been talking about them all season is some of them been bouncing in. And most of the Tampa Bay goals have been coming on the power play lately. I think they, I think absurd, like 43% uh, conversion on their power plays in the playoffs. It's fucking insane. So, yeah, it's probably going to be quantity over quality, and they better fucking hope that, that the Islander defense just has an off night. <laughs> All right. Basketball and hockey are in the books, Max. I need to stretch just a little bit. All right, let's talk about our D-Gen gear, because before D-Gen gear, old Mad Max here was just some random dude yelling into a microphone on a podcast, and now I'm just some random dude yelling into a microphone dressed in some badass gear, because today I am rocking my D-Gen drip t-shirt, and you can too if you head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, go to the D-Gen shop, order from a number of great products, uh, Seattle Frauds, Houston Missiles, or my new favorite, the Near Elite brand of shirts. Because DGen gear helps you go full DGen. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, baseball. It was kind of an underdog day yesterday. Max, are you in the same boat today? I got a couple of dogs, but but not really. Uh, I think I think I'm shifting a little bit to the favorites, but I'm not eating a lot of chalk. Uh, even even my favorites, it's, it's not very chalky. Uh, first game is a dog play. I want to look at Pittsburgh at Washington. Oh boy! Yeah, listen, man. Pirates have lost eight in a row, ten and twenty three on the road, which I think is the perfect day to bet them. <laughs> Nationals are not much better than the Pirates right now, and Corbin has been an absolute like shell of his former self. Uh, he's typically going about four or five innings, giving about three or four runs. I think the value is on Pittsburgh today. If they're going to get a game in the series, I think this is the one. So a $10 bet on the Pirates. Hard to disagree. I just don't trust the Pirates. I, I think this is going to be a brutal game to watch. It's Corbin's horrible pitching and the Pirates' inability to really generate any offense. Um, they're almost Marlin-esque. I, uh, I, I fully agree with you. I think the play is the Pirates. I just didn't jump on board. So a heavy lean and some moral support for you and the Pirates. Yeah, not really moral support. I'm, I'm not going to bet this game, but I do think Washington will probably take out the Pirates. So lean on Washington, minus 168. Oh, Jesus, it was minus 180 at my bookie. Whew. Oh, looks tough. Looks tough, Max. You got a lo- an uphill battle. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, do we really feel good about Washington? No. No, that's my point. No, no we do not. That's my point. <laughs> uh, Boston at Atlanta. Uh, Boston's just such an odd team this season, right? I mean, at times they look legit. And then other times they look like the hot garbage I predicted to be dead last going into this season. Uh, the better version of Boston showed up yesterday. I cashed in on that. And now it's my day to kind of reverse course, fade them. Uh, Tucker Davidson has looked damn good through his starts this year. Uh, Braves play better at home. And I know that Boston is a, a stellar road team this year, but I'm going to do it. A $10 bet on Atlanta. I gave this one a really good look. I just couldn't get to either side of, you know, Boston's what 20 and 10 on the road. Uh, so that, that kind of put things in perspective for me on Boston. But then you look at Davidson, he's been really good, but his, you know, it's a very small sample What 17 innings. I think he's thrown so far uh, Atlanta at home with Davidson kind of gives them the advantage. Like I really just could not get to a side. So again, moral support. Uh, I'll lean the Braves. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Red Sox in this one. I just don't, I just, you know, nothing about, I don't trust Atlanta. I just can't trust them at all. So lean on Boston here. All right, next one up for me. Let's talk Tampa Bay at Chicago. You know, I like Tampa yesterday to take that first game in the series, which sets me up perfectly to fade them today mm-hmm. and bet the White Sox. Uh, Keuchel, five and one this season, and he, he's not pitching lights out. But he's doing everything he needs to do to win games. And to quote Major League, he is throwing every piece of junk he has at them. I like him to nab another win today. $10 bet on the White Sox. Yeah, I'm uh, in agreement here. You look at McClanahan for Tampa Bay. He doesn't pitch. He's not bad, but he's definitely not great. He's kind of a softball pitcher. He uh, doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. And here's the other thing about him. He doesn't even really go long enough to register for a decision. So I, I look at him maybe getting four innings today. Turns into a bullpen game for the Rays. 
I don't think that fares well against the White Sox and the Keuchel and Keuchel today. So I'm in agreement. I'm betting this one 20 bucks on the White Sox. All right. 100%. I hit him. <laughs> I didn't hit him. I bet him yesterday. I'm betting him again today. White Sox minus 111, not too chalky. They're going to take care of business this time for sure. This time it's personal. Right. <laughs> Miami at St. Louis. You know, it's hard to argue that Trevor Rogers is the better pitcher on the mound today, but the Marlins continue to be inept offensively, continue to be inept on the road. And I know the Cardinals have not been the, the model of consistency, but they do have some pretty good numbers at home. Uh, Kim should be good to go after being pulled from his last start due to some lower back pains. He is cleared. He did a bullpen session. Looks okay. So $10 bet on St. Louis. Yeah, I can't bet this one. You look at the, what, what is the total here? Like seven and a half. It's supposed to be DeGrom versus Kershaw or something. Like this isn't reflective of the pitching. It's the reflection of two inept offenses. And as bad as the Marlins offense has been, Rogers has nabbed seven wins in his starts. Uh, quite impressive. Um, I don't like the Cardinals at all. And I really not so sure about Kim coming off the IL and being able to, you know, go six, seven innings, what have you. Uh, so a slight lean on the Marlins today. Yeah, lean to the Marlins. Oh, no, no, sorry, excuse me. Lean to the Cardinals with you, Max. I think that's the play. I just couldn't quite get there. So it's close, but a lean. All right, last one up for me. Let's talk Los Angeles, Anaheim, whatever you want to call them, at Oakland. Took the A's. Um, uh, the A's took it to the Angels yesterday. I think they do it once again today. I, I don't really like Oakland's pitching staff. Montes is a good reason for my disliking of that pitching staff, but their offense is starting to really come around. I I think they get it done today, especially against Heaney. He's hittable. So a $10 bet on the A's. Yeah, I got mine yesterday when I jumped on Oakland with behind Manea. Montes is probably the better pitcher. Not like Heaney offers much to write home about, but uh, a little closer to even today. I got mine in this series, so I'll probably be fading this series. I'll lean Oakland. Yeah, I'm going to lean the uh, Angels here in this one. I, It just seems like a little too close. It, it shouldn't quite be this close, I don't think. So yeah, I'm going to lean Los Angeles here. There's something something to me is fishy about this line. I'm pulling my inner, inner Sex Panther. <laughs> God. Uh, listen, that's it for me. I, I hit on five games. You guys didn't really touch any of them. So yeah. we must be in for a busy fucking Major League Baseball day. What do you got, Panther? Be a busy day. I still got four more, so I'll try <laughs> Let's try and get through these real quick. Uh, let's look at the Cubs at Max's Mets. Uh, the man, the myth, Tawan Walker has been pitching fantastic, sporting a 2.07 ERA, and he's at home. We know the Mets are much better at home. The Cubs have been playing great, but they're just throwing Mills and his 6.08 ERA out there. I, I, I almost feel like this. the Cubs are just kind of – sometimes these teams will just throw a game because they, they just we, it, there's no – for point and fighting this one. I think the Cubs are not even in this one. So uh, 20 bucks on the Mets. I really hate disagreeing with you on this one. I think the Cubs are the play. I, I, I can't, I can't morally do it. I can't personally do it. That line movement, uh, the money yeah. where it's hitting, it just seems like Chicago is, is going to steal one from the Mets today. So a lean on the Cubs. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Panther. I'm against you on this one. I'm going to bet the Cubbies here. It looked to me like this is nothing about this made sense. <laughs> I think the Cubs are the books are setting the Cubs up for a nice win here. So 11 bucks on the Cubbies. 
God, I, you know, I root for you guys. I hate watching you lose money like this. I, I, I did not bet on the Cubs. I, I lean the Cubs. I am rooting for the Mets. I hope you are right, Panther. I hope I am wrong. I appreciate that. Let's see if you hope I'm right on this one. Baltimore, who I throw in that little clump of teams I think suck, have really sucked here lately. And Matt Harvey, you guys, will st- is he still near elite? What, what are we doing with Matt Harvey? He's very he's, Seven, he's near, near. <laughs> he's near. 7.41 ERA on the season uh, going against Cleveland and Quantrill, who's actually pitched pretty well for the Indians. Um, and they have to pitch well because their hitting is absolutely atrocious. But uh, I'm going to eat a lot of chalk today. But Baltimore is just so bad. 20 bucks on the Tribe. It's a lot of chalk. Uh, one could argue, is it enough chalk? It is getting worse for Cleveland. Yeah. Th- their offense is not very good, so probably why the books are a little apprehensive. This probably should be minus 190 from what I'm seeing. It So you, I think you are getting some value even at minus 170. Hard lean on the engines here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm going to lean Cleveland. Engines. Fire engines. Oh, That's oh, their new name. Oh, They're oh. the fire engines. Oh. That's what we're calling them now. I'm going to lean Cleveland here. I, I I think you're right, Panther, but it's I actually think it's a little too chalky and something just doesn't feel right here. So lean Cleveland. Yeah, we're, we're somewhere between too chalky, not chalky enough. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I just talked about not double dipping and here I am. I'm going to double dip. We're going to look at the Cincinnati Reds at the Milwaukee Brewers. Max, how's that Lauer dude? Seeing good? Mm, that's a good Al. That's a good. <laughs> uh, so what about Luis Castillo? He's actually pitched pretty well his last two outings. He should have had the win last time out, but the bullpen absolutely imploded for the Reds. Reds are on fire. Offense has scored double digits in three of their last four games. They're really generating a lot of runs. Brett Anderson is very hittable. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to back Castillo here, but 20 bucks on the Reds. I hated this game. I could not. I could uh, really. I'm. I'm leaning Milwaukee here. But how the fuck do you trust the Brewers? You can't. I just went on a rant the other day of saying how how the the NL Central sucks and how the Brewers are probably going to win it by default. At this point in time, maybe the fucking Reds are going to win it by default. <laughs> just goddamn. I'll lean on Milwaukee. I'm leaning Cincinnati with you, Panther. I think that's the right play. I just couldn't quite get there. All right, and here's the one that I worry about. I gave you guys moral support. I, I leaned with you. I didn't jump on, and now I feel like I might be a day late. But the Detroit Tigers are taking on Kansas City again. And again, I think the Detroit Tigers have the pitching advantage. Uh, what was it? Boyd yesterday didn't even go very long. He he got injured, and they, Detroit still managed to win. But Casey Mice has been pitching out of his mind. Uh, Detroit with a plus 130 it's kind of a value play and the better pitcher i'll put 20 bucks on the tigers yeah i hate to disagree with you i i like kc here i think uh, the the royals are going to get a win uh, i don't hate detroit you know i've been saying uh, amongst the 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 dregs of the fucking league i don't put the tigers necessarily in there they're not as bad as i say like the diamondbacks or the pirates or something like that i think detroit is better than than the worst teams in the league but I think KC is just a tad bit better, and I think they're gonna, you know, win at least one of these at home. So I don't, I don't see the the fucking Tigers sweeping the Royals here. So a lean on KC. Yeah, I'm betting KC in this one. I think this is the one they get. It's minus one thirty nine. Actually, I I have plenty of wiggle room to play with. I, I, I the Royals should clearly beat Detroit. Whether they actually, you know, will that's another story. But 
11 bucks on the Royals. There was one other game that I wanted to bet, but apparently we don't have a line for it. Uh, I might post this later, but Arizona and San Francisco, you know, we talked about the the kid last week, Max, uh, Sam Long. So Latrell is going to open, or Latell, I guess, is going to open up uh, for San Francisco, and then Sam Long is going to come in and pitch again. I'm kind of anxious to see what kind of line we get here, but I think I'm going to be all over the Giants again today. Yeah, the pitch, the pitcher for Arizona is actually incorrect because I was right. He pitched yesterday because I was laughing at the pitching matchup. Who, Panther, do you know who went for San Francisco yesterday? Uh, I do not. Oh, who's your favorite pitcher on San Francisco? Who do you like yeah. to give a lot of love to? Well, well <laughs> my favorite pitcher is Desplatini. Yeah, listen uh, – don't have a line on this one. Don't really know who the starting pitcher for, for Arizona is, but that said, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I, I think San Francisco is going to win the game. I need to see a line before I can tell <laughs> if I'm going to bet it or not because it, it could be an ugly ass line. You on that Texan, Texas Houston game? I am game on that Texas Houston yeah, game. Good. Yeah. All right, go this, ahead. This is the last, my last bet that we haven't talked about. Uh, Texas is going to Houston. It's minus 187. A lot of chalk. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Give me 11 bucks on the Astros. God damn! I I almost bet this one too. I'm look I'm looking at my notes and and yeah, a line movement is perfect. The just the, I can't even say it's too chalky. It's not. It really it really is. You should be betting Houston here. I, I, a moral support, hard lean on the Astros. I am actually shocked, stunned, perplexed, and confused. Uh, Kyle Gibson's pitching today, right? Yep. And I and I get I get it. The Rangers haven't been great, but um. Man, you got to be getting about plus 170, 175, somewhere abouts. I think there's a value play on Texas here. I, I was tempted, but um, just going to be a lean for me. I'm going to lean the Rangers. All right. All right. That was all I had. So we talked about baseball, basketball, hockey, and uh, flailing jump shots. But, Max, that's it. I'd like to see Panthers jump shot. Jump, uh, Panther, do you, you got a flailing jump shot? No, dude. I, you know, for for borderline dwarf slash midget, I actually play pretty good basketball. <laughs> I can go toe to toe with Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Make sure to download the Agents app for Android, iOS. Let us know anything about our picture, picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you listen to that. Please, highs, rating, comment, subscribe, download. Listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. And we damn near didn't agree with anything. So I'm just going to fade you guys and just today will be a Panther parlay. Uh, It's going to be the Mets, the engines, and the big red machine. Put those three together and that'll be today's Panther parlay. No White Sox. No. We agreed on the, yeah, that's, we're going to lose. Tampa's going to win that game. <laughs> I completely faded that game. KOD, fuck the KOD. <laughs> uh, yeah, so jump on the website, jump on the app, click on that social degeneracy tab, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday and what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. 
It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.